I think it's going to be clear to everyone watching this that Tom and I are the musically challenged ones. <laughs> Given that you are both sitting there with guitars behind you. Booyaka, booyaka, jungle is massive. Welcome to the open source. <laughs> is that all right? That was epic. <laughs> Tom and I are joined by Stefan Gontier, International Head of Support at Acquia, and Simon Bannister from Focusrite. Welcome, guys. Thank you very much. Happy to be here, virtually, of course. Yeah, thanks for, uh, for having us. <laughs> nice to see you both. Uh, as usual, James has absolutely smashed out the part with the most random introduction ever. So today we're, we're going to get uh, straight into it <clears throat> uh, with our news article of the week. Lockdown part two is happening here in the UK right now and uh, in other parts of Europe as well. And so I was thinking about some of my fond memories of of the first lockdown. And given that we're on a musical theme this week, this news article made me laugh a lot when it came out originally in August. This is a bunch of musicians who decided that even though their music video shoots were cancelled because of a lockdown, that they would have a go at filming them themselves. You can see there's some interesting Zoom effects going on here. Someone's just gone with a Zoom virtual background as the way forward. <laughs> and some have even gone high-tech and gone fully animated. Firstly, guys, did you see any of these when, when they came out, or was it just me? Yeah, sadly, I didn't see many of them, actually. No. <laughs> but I can imagine there's some... Uh... Uh, there's some choice efforts in there. Well, I'm also getting to the age where I don't know who these people are. <laughs> that was going to be my point. I, I, <laughs> I, sh I will shamefully admit that I don't recognize any of them. So I, yeah, they would not have gone on, been on my radar. Looking at an article about collaborating during lockdown, have you guys seen any differences in collaborating since this has all occurred? Yeah, I'd, I'd say we, we've tried, actually, as my team, we did try and do a, an online jam together. I think it was Jamulus. I can't remember the other ones. We tried um, various degrees of success. That yeah, was quite interesting. We didn't quite get there. And thankfully, Zoom up, uh, released an update that allowed it just to, just to didn't mess around with the sound as, as you were playing and whatnot and having a decent interface. So, And I have, and one night I did manage to get... Uh, get connected to Jamulus and, and jam with just random Americans. It seems got lots of Americans on there. The sound quality is not great, but they are almost jamming in real time with somebody halfway around the world. You know, that's, it's pretty impressive. And there's no latency. Yeah. There's no like, oh, oh, there's a whole bunch of latency. Yeah. Oh. That's part of the baggage, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but, but it's, but it's good enough. And I think you'll take a hit on the sound quality, et cetera, because you're not in the same room as somebody mm. you're not, you know, live on stage or whatever so you just as a musician you just want to be doing it and playing with other people that have that connection and I still you know there's some Beatles songs and the guy almost did the genre that would fit me he was so good right and this, you know and then you, 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 part, you part ways it's really strange because it's like oh actually I had a quite a nice time with you and it's like oh, anyway I've got to go and yeah. I've got to go off to bed now or, or whatever else. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Like an illicit affair that you're just having. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Especially as this is separate from the house. My wife would never, never do <laughs> <laughs> that. I was talking to a, a gruff Texan. And what about you, Stefan? No, it's interesting because I, I, uh, I've seen uh, some artists that I, I follow going 
uh, doing some collaborations, which I, I think we would not have seen otherwise. It's really great. In my, in my, uh, you know, uh, it's the geeky stuff. I love seeing bands, you know, that you wouldn't normally see uh, play together uh, doing a cover. So I, I've really enjoyed that part. Really, with the first wave of COVID, where suddenly I was like having to had time on my hands and I used to play in a band and I used to go with a, an organization called The Rock Project, which is a great group of guys just getting would-be musicians to try and then suddenly uh, play, play in a band. And, and uh, suddenly we all went virtual and uh, we started working on covers together. So it wasn't like, uh, like you, Simon, it was all done. Uh, each and every one of us would record our own track and it worked and it, it developed other aspects uh, of a musician, which is to, to record and, and, and to all individually record without having the feedback from other music, musicians. So you, you have to kind of uh, take a bit of a leap of faith and then, and then you start learning how that, that, that whole process works. So that, that, was, um, that was really interesting. Also gave me a chance to, to play with uh, friends. I played in bands many, many years ago. And uh, I said, uh, one of my uh, best mates, uh, Leo, he played in a band back in 99. And I said, you know, I've been writing this song. Do you, do you want to put something on it? And he was like, yeah, sure. And uh, so we, we did something together and uh, it was great. It was really a great moment. Uh, it kept us going through this this uh, lockdown. So yeah, uh, it's, it's been a, an interesting experience and, and using my uh, beloved uh, Focusrite uh, solo, <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, that's what we like. That's what we like to hear. It's a, it's a really interesting point about <clears throat> that feedback aspect. You know, if you're in the pub, and you've got people in front of you, there's a murmur. There's always somebody at open mic night just chatting away to the mate, and you go, why are you sat there? Just go and sit in the other part of the pub. But, you know, when you finish, you get the feedback, you say thank you, muted round of applause if you have done very well, or, or uh, much higher if you have. But doing that open mic night, virtually everybody was on mute and you're just like singing into the void even though it was being streamed yeah. on facebook mm-hmm. yeah you're being you're singing into the void so it's just you have to kind of you have to everybody has to adapt you know music is a very tangible not, you know no no it's, a, it's about feeling uh, a lot of the time so you know if you go halfway through a song and then everybody's quite quiet and then you do a really high note and people get energized by it then the rest of your song you might be much more enthused with it and it really is about that feedback loop it sounds very similar to um, kind of what the sports business has been going through, right? Where there's been no fans uh, for professional football or, you know, Tiger Woods saying it's just going to be weird without fans. That's obviously not only having an impact on how people perform, but also the, the business side of things. But Simon, from Focusrite's perspective, what's kind of been the story of 2020? Or should I say the song of 2020? Song of 2020, yeah. Um, so we are a group uh, of companies. So we've got Focusrite, which is uh, recorded as a Focusrite consumer, if you prefer one of a better phrase. And then we've got, um, they go into the pro space of Focusrite Pro. We've got Amplify, which is apps. Uh, we've got something called Amplify Studio. We've got Adam Audio, um, so they are uh, reference sounds, so studio monitors, etc., and for consumers as well. Um, and we've also got Martin Audio, so um, which is like big stacks of of, uh, of speakers that might be in Glastonbury or Coachella, etc. So some parts of the group are doing very well, uh, and some parts aren't doing quite so well, <laughs> just be purely because their their focus is uh, in markets that have been affected by this uh, the situation. From 
the focus rate perspective and Adam Audio's perspective, very consumer-led. Uh, there are lots of people are recording separately, uh, as, as Stefan mentioned earlier. So what do they need? A decent audio interface. So obviously, so we have seen a, a, an uptick in sales from that perspective. But the pro market and the live sound market uh, across the world has been affected. And sadly, <clears throat> I had, uh, this isn't to belittle delivery drivers at all, <laughs> but Yesterday, I opened the door to, to receive a parcel and it was somebody I hadn't spoken to for, I don't know, 15 years. And he was delivering because he's, he's a pro musician. And another friend of, my, uh, friend of mine is a pro musician. He's working for Bezos now. Because obviously, that if you're making money from life, then yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's, a, tough, it's a tough market. It's definitely uh, uh, one of my uh, friends is in a, in a band as a professional musician and they they've really been scrambling trying to find ways to generate revenue and obviously yep. all the revenue you get from gigs you don't so they're now doing a, a patron page and uh, trying to get content there you know recording sessions and then and talk about the process of writing songs and so on so things that as a fan you would definitely want but it doesn't make up for what you get when you go to a gig and uh, that for me the, the the headline of 2020 i had 10 gigs lined up i was going to go to from uh, guns and roses to pearl jam to aerosmith jeff beck and yeah all of them have been uh, relabeled 2021, and you know, will will it even happen? I, uh, I even saw uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, rescheduling for 2022. I'm like thinking, mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a risk there. There's a risk yeah. there perhaps. <laughs> I wonder if it'll be like the movies where there is a an, uh, a ton of new music that just arrives in 2021, just stuff that people have hoarded, and it's funny we. When the open mic opened back up again, everybody almost had a lockdown song and I'm friendly with the host. <laughs> and it was like, my wife said to, to, um, said to the host, I bet you can't wait for all these lockdown songs to come out, you know, all about desperation and isolation and all these things that aren't particularly uplifting, you know, and everybody, and everybody seems to have one. And, and that's because they've got more time and actually everybody should be able to... Um, actually expressed themselves but obviously at that time everybody was pr probably pretty low um so yeah it'd be nice to see a competition for a happy lockdown song let's put yeah. it that way so looking ahead to, to the future and um a bit more happiness there's news on the horizon about early vaccines and stuff coming which is maybe a little bit too early to get optimistic about but it's coming so let's assume that everything's awesome in another six months and we can all go out and hug each other again what's the first band that you'd love to go and see well on Saturday, I was supposed to be seeing Pete Joseph, um, who is actually a, a friend of mine. And yeah, he just released an album and there's a place called Assembly Rooms in Bristol and Stoke and in Old Market and there was a gig on Saturday. If I had my way, that would be, that would be the, the one I'd go and see because I was really looking forward to that. And instead, I'm going to be taking everything out of the loft, which is uh, left less exciting. That sounds like a lockdown job right there, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stefan, what about you? You you reeled up a whole list there. So yeah, so I think, regardless uh, of when they've rescheduled for out of that list, <laughs> right? Like if you could only go and see one band next year, who would it be? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. I think I'd have to choose between. I think thinking in terms of uh, you know longevity, probably Aerosmith because they're all you know not young, and uh, mm. you know I always go and see them, thinking is it 
going to be the last time I see them as the original lineup. Sounds very morbid, but you know, uh, that, that's kind of perhaps what I would drive it. The one band I got to discover during this whole lockdown thing and uh, it, through a, a Slack channel at work uh, is a band called uh, God is an Astronaut. And uh, it, it's just amazing music. It's very, um, very trippy, very uh, atmospheric. That's a band definitely I, I would uh, I would love to see in 2021 uh, if they if they tour. What about you guys? Are you into going to gigs or? Uh... I, I do like gigs a little bit, um, <laughs> but, I, but I also like electronic music, which might surprise a lot of people. So if if there was sort of one performer, I would say that I could go and watch. I'd love to go and watch Fatboy Slim again. I do I do like a bit of a fat boy slim. James? I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> really? I I um I like all genres really. Not a big fan of country, but I do like um Zero Seven I've been listening to a quite a lot of during the lockdown. Zero seven and you know, the air, the classics from the yeah, uh, Safari. Yeah, yeah. I, I love all that stuff. The other the other I'd love to, I don't know, I don't think he's gigging, I don't know. I'm hoping he's still alive, actually. But I love Van Morrison. But I've had a bit of a bad experience because when I went to first see him live, he came on stage and he was absolutely inebriated. He was so drunk that he couldn't get his words out. And I was yeah. kind of like pretty disappointed. <laughs> and I just wanted to see him sober. So, um, yeah, a sober Van Morrison would be my answer. I don't know if COVID has helped anyone be more well, sober. Or, or... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. That's a beautiful segue to a question that I'd like to get us all to close with, and that's what's the best gig you've ever been to? Ooh. I can kick off on this one. Uh, Prince at the O2 for me. I felt like he was superhuman. He was playing distant instruments. You forget how many hits he has. And even his catalogue of stuff that isn't commercial was... I was just blown away by him. It's definitely Prince for me. Simon, Stefan. Well, I was going to, I was going to pass the buck to the <laughs> screen. Actually, well, I'm going to be very uh, unoriginal, but I think the first gig I went to was uh, Guns N' Roses in '93. And uh, yeah, I don't do drugs, but you know, when they talk about the high you get, the first high you get for the first gig. I'm still uh, still chasing that that high. I, I've got the, uh, the the ticket still on uh, here on my wall. I kept it as a as a memento. It, it was yeah. It was you know probably a couple of years of of built anticipation to see them live and to be old enough to go to a gig without my parents obviously as well. And just the moment the lights goes out and then you you hear the bass going and you're like harder. Ah, you know, the adrenaline pumping was just like nothing else. I think, I think there's something about the first gig, right? So my first gig was uh, Stereophonics, which is not oh. as good as, uh, you know, <laughs> those mega bands, but they were pretty awesome at the time. And I definitely remember that one. I think the, the best thing just, you know, now that you guys know that I like electronic and dance music, uh, Creamfields Festival 2006 and uh, seeing the Prodigy live was pretty cool. Simon, it's just you left, I think. Just me left. So I've got to say that I can't believe we've got two Guns N' Roses on, uh, on uh, <laughs> responses. But now thinking back, it was, it was amazing. I'd never been to Olympic Park before. It was a good day out with the boys. And it was just, it just brought so many memories back. And some of the photos that I've got from that, I, I cherish. I'm going to sneak in another one. I think there's, when you go and see your mates play, 
but you know they are not big massive gigs or anything else like that but watching your, your, your friends play is sort of really special as well because you have that connection with them yeah, yeah definitely well, I'm just glad that none of us chose Chumba Wumba. That was the main. <laughs> <part. laughs> it's a classic. It's a, cl- it's a classic. It's a modern classic. What can you say? Not quite okay. so modern anymore, probably. <laughs> Podcast ruined. <laughs> well, then, I think that brings us to a close for this week. Thanks so much, Simon. Thanks, Stefan, for joining us, for entertaining these uh, two non-musicians in James and I. And, yeah, great to have you. Thank you. Thanks for being on. Well, thank you. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Booyaka, booyaka, jungle's massive.